Right now, it is time for the January episode of the Monthly Grind with the National Corn Growers Association. Joining us for our program this month, Denny Vitacotter, the Market Development Action Team Chairman with NCGA. Denny, thanks for joining us here this month. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you here. And also joining us with the U.S. Grains Council, Ellen Zimmerman is with us. Ellen, great to have you with us on the program this month. The pleasure is all mine. Happy to be here. Well, let's start, Ellen, with you. And just uh, for a refresher for some folks, who is the U.S. Grains Council? Let's start there. Yeah, so the U.S. Grains Council is a membership organization and also a cooperator of uh, USDA. So we have the pleasure of working with folks around the world promoting corn, sorghum, and barley. Um, And we do that with U.S. stakeholders. We have 184 member uh, organizations. And like I said, we promote exports of corn, sorghum, and barley. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the the partnership between the U.S. Grains Council and NCGA. And and, and Ellen, maybe you could start and then we'll go to Denny here. Uh, Talk about how NCGA and USGC kind of work together to solve various problems. Yeah, so our mission is developing markets, enabling trade, and improving lives. And NCGA is, of course, a really important partner in in making that happen. Like I mentioned, we do exports around the world. We have a global footprint with representation in more than 25 countries, and we have programs in more than 60. Um, And we do a lot of work with trade policy, trade servicing, and demand building. And NCGA comes along right beside us in uh, trade policy efforts domestically and of course demand building too and so uh, we kind of march to the same beat if you will um, with those uh, items in trade policy trade servicing and demand building just with different footprints when we're looking domestically and globally so that's uh, we we work alongside with the same um, you know stakeholders here in the U.S. Well, Denny, let's you uh, jump in here a little bit and talk about uh, some of that relationship between NCGA and the U.S. Grains Council from uh, from the corn growers' perspective. Yeah, so like for our perspective is, you know, they can't they can't go to the hill and lobby like for more funding for MAP and F and D, and and that's where we come in as growers in that is, you know, they need these funds and they see a need for these funds, but that's our job is to go to the Hill and lobby to get more funds for NCGA or if there's a policy or like a trade barrier in another country, that's, that's, uh, that's prohibiting trade. And so that's where the growers and that we go start knocking on doors and making phone calls to representatives to try to help this trade along. Well, and Denny, I know too, uh, you guys have done a lot of joint ventures with the U.S. Grains Council, a trade policy school, working to update various studies, et cetera. So I know that's some of the relationship too between uh, both the NCGA and USGC, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so we help partner with U.S. Grains Council in updating the value of export study. And what that does is like, so when I go into a representative's office, it 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 broke it down into like congressional districts or in a the state and what that means to their state in these in these exports and that so it it helps to bring it back to home. 
Well, Ellen, Denny mentioned the uh, MAPID FMD funding, and I want to talk about that a little bit because we talked about that on our November episode. We talked about the importance of that funding, but I know there's been a new acronym uh, being thrown around here as well, RAP, the uh, Regional Agricultural uh, Promotion Program, I believe is what it's uh, officially called. Can you talk about that a little bit uh, for folks who may not be aware, Ellen? Yeah, absolutely. So MAP and FMD, the Market Access Program, the Foreign Market Development Program, those are the first two acronyms we've been using. Those are allocations through the Farm Bill. That's how, uh, when I said we're cooperators with USDA, those are funds that we get through the Farm Bill uh, Program. And so um, that's how we're able to have kind of deploy those tools that I mentioned earlier and, and work with our stakeholders to have programs and promote U.S. program uh, products. RAP is a new and exciting program that we have, Regional Agriculture Promotion Program. You're exactly right. It's $3 billion not allocated through the Farm Bill. And, uh, you know, historically, we have not seen uh, new dollars through MAP and FMD, uh, even though our our partners uh, with NCGA have been working very hard to uh, uh, advocate for that. And so this means that we're able to really expand our programming. This is a doubling of MAP and FMD um, dollars, even though it's not the same dollars, it's the same type of work. Um, and we're looking at specific uh, regions, of course, regional agriculture promotion, promotion, promotion program. And uh, these are specifically looking at Africa, you know, Southeast Asia, Latin America. Those are the areas that we're focusing on uh, with these with these dollars. And it also allows us to plan a little bit more long term because we're we're doing five-year applications now with these dollars. And so this is giving us an opportunity to really think big. And like I said, plan long-term. And so we're really excited about this opportunity. Yeah, really looking long-term and expanding some of those export markets or, or helping to open some of these export markets even more for U.S. grains. Uh, Denny, I'll come back to you. I want to talk about some current top market priorities here as we start off 2024. You know, we hear about MAP and FMD funding and the RAP program, and we think about all that does for us around the world. But we also, I know, have some trading partners close to home where there's some things that we're watching closely. I think uh, about Mexico is a, a top place here with the GM decree. I know that's been an issue. Plus, we just saw the the rail transit to, to Mexico suspension that was a uh, issue and could still be. So, uh, talk about some of those things. I'd have to think they're some of the top market priorities for NCGA here this year. Well, well, they are. When Mexico is like one of the top top uh, trading partners and it and they are so close to home it's just like when i haul my grain to town it's like you like to take it to the closest place you know instead of have to go further down the road so yeah th them are really important you know with the when they closed the uh i think about when they closed the the border down with trains you know when when your animals when you're when you need that supply of corn and you're depending on something being open, that really throws a monkey wrench into your system. And, and when the trains got held up and that, it really backlogs things. Well, and it, it definitely backlogs things. And it's, it's you know, a, it's an issue that is something to watch for, for sure here moving forward. And I know as well with the Mexico GM decree, Danny, and that 
to uh, you know something uh, on a little more positive note uh, sustainable aviation fuel and ethanol expansion efforts those are other things that I, I think are on the horizon for us here in a big way in 2024 aren't they Oh, they they are sustainable aviation fuel. I mean, that's a that's a brand new market where we could, uh, you know, uh, corn ethanol can supply a big portion of that, and and that would really help uh, grind the grind a surplus that we are starting to acquire here. So it is really a brand new market and hopefully a good opportunity for us. Yeah, a lot of things to consider there. Ellen, I'll come back to you as we think about, you know, the Grains Council and the work that you guys do to help uh, keep open uh, our export markets, but also expand our export opportunities. And if anyone listening in today is a member of the U.S. Grains Council, wants to learn more about issues impacting trade or how to get involved, uh, I wonder where can they go to learn more, Ellen? Yeah, so I would really encourage them to check out our website, www.grains.org. We have, of course, the the value of trade study that Denny mentioned is available on our website. They can see how uh, grain exports are really impacting their state and learn some about our most recent programs uh, by commodity or by region. And um, if they're not a member, you can also find the membership application. We'd love to have them uh, get involved in that way as well. Uh, and they can reach out to me as well, ezimmerman at grains.org. We'd also like to put a plug in for our members. We do have our upcoming International Marketing Conference and annual membership meeting in Guatemala City taking place February 14th through the 16th. Registration is open, uh, and we're really excited about that. We're going to be talking about efforts in Latin America and, of course, our regional agriculture promotion program application and, and our plans for that there too. So lots going on, lots of exciting things uh, as usual here at the Grains Council. Well, again, grains.org or ncga.com for more information. And with that, we're out of time on the January episode of the Monthly Grind. Denny Vitacotter, MDAT Chairman, along with Ellen Zimmerman from U.S. Grains Council. Thank you both for joining us here on the program this month. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks.